You're listening to the Cutthroat Podcast. You got myself at Where to Waco, at Patty from Cut. I think it's. I, honestly, I miss. I miss you having it as. Um, or you just telling it at Patty, even though like that is not my ad. At Patty. I miss that. Let's let's bring it back. At Patty from Cut. Just need to add a pause in there. Um, yeah. At Morgan from Australia, she'll be joining us from the road and down under, as they say, um, as she does. And we're here to talk about the latest episode of the challenge. And it looks like Patty that this episode was an official ending to the first half, which is pretty exciting. Uh, yeah. You said you brought notes. It's always a good job when somebody does notes. I I should be doing more of that, but that's neither here nor there. We're here okay. to, to pick your brain, well, pick your notes. What do you have for me here? All right. So I have, well, should we, should we explain what happened a little bit? Like, uh, like before we get into it, like, should we explain like what happened during the, like, uh, right before the daily, uh, then the mission before, like, so like explain that before we get so, into my notes. So for those of you who saw the episode and just as a quick refresher, we come into this episode live off of a freshly baked TJ twist. And we all for challenge for diehard challenge fans, we love a good TJ twist. And that's exactly what we got in this ep- in the previous episode where you have uh, who are the ones that went home? No, you had Corey and Bettina, they win. Yes. And then you're thinking, okay, who are they going to choose? And they were already talking about Tori, about CT, you know, about other people. And then TJ says, see you soon and that's where we get the little uh cliffhanger from tj and he's gonna give us officially like what goes down in this episode or kind of what's gonna go down later on but he sends everybody back to the house on their way and if you i guess for a little setting up of of context around what was happening as we go into this episode patty that's what we had going on so now we get to your notes so what if I just like pulled a complete Stugatz and just didn't have any notes? Like how funny would that be? Because I'm kidding. I absolutely have notes, but I didn't want to scare you like that. Are you lying? That would are, you, be are you doing the thing where you're lying? What? It, it's your turn to Maybe. to say that you're lying for a day? No, no. I, I, I have the blurred filter on, but I do have notes. I do actually have notes. So... Uh, when we get to the uh, mission uh, or the daily challenge, I should say, um, we know that TJ tells us that it's going to be a just a solo individual competition at this first one. And we see three of the different uh, or three different tasks that the uh, uh, spies, right? Should, should I call them spies now? I don't know. Agents. Just, we what, got what the agents. Agents? Yeah. I'm sorry. The agents. Uh, and they're all competing individually. They have to get a diamond from, and then once they get their diamond, they basically are picking which teams that they're going to play with as they move forward. Can we, And I just want to back up just a little bit because it was interesting going into the house and seeing how they were all bouncing off of each other, what they thought was coming. And for sure, I think we even thought it too, that an individual game or permanent partners was the most likely outcome. But then, like you said, we have this thing where he said it's going to be an individual game, and that's where Twisty TJ comes in again, the handler himself, with a little three-team action. But uh, beautiful job setting that up, Patty. What did you like about the Daily Challenge yourself? I So I, I really did enjoy this Daily Challenge, but I, I 
honestly, the the two of the three like competitions I thought were fine. Like I thought it was whatever. It's something pretty easy that these uh, that these agents can do. And then we'll get to the meat of the episode very fast. But the one where they had to scrape the paint off of the like their boards to get their numbers and everything that was one of the worst like that ever i that never goes well on this show they've had that multiple times and every time people are like bleeding from their goddamn fingernails because it's just not working out Uh, and it's so it's like it's so cringy and it's like they should give them some kind of device or something so that they're not literally bleeding from their fingers yeah i I, 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 that one just made me cringe and we kept going back to it because they were the last ones to finish, obviously, because all the, all they're doing is just literally all they're doing is just scraping their fingernails so they can see their numbers. But we finally finished everything and we see that there are three teams. There's one that's kind of red, one kind of green and one that's kind of uh, blue. So we have, and there, we later find out that they are Ruby, Emerald and Sapphire. And so Corey was the first Pokemon games to get there, right? Yeah. <laughs> real oh, quick before, I, I real, really... for, real quick before you get to Corey getting there, Morgan, how's it going? We miss you so much. Yeah. Can you hear us right now? On the are you Breaker Breaker One Nine? Are you on the road, Morgie? What's up, friends? Morgie, we Morgan! missed you. Hey. Hey, dudes. It's fun. How's it going? How have you liked the uh, How have you liked the challenge uh, these last couple of weeks, Morgan? Yeah, I'm, I'm into sapphires, so I'm being it. <laughs> I am Team Sapphire. Honestly, I'm all about Team Sapphire, but I definitely yeah. think that te- there's going to be team members of Team Sapphire jumping ship, looking to go uh, Emerald for sure, pretty soon. Yeah, well, no one wants uh, no one wants to be a Ruby. Nobody, well, nobody wants to be a Ruby Tuesday. Not at all. Heck no, heck no. But I will say, I know I knew at, at, like once I saw these teams, I knew that you guys were 100% be for teams like Sapter, Team Sapphire. That's who you guys would be rooting for. Um, I don't, I think it's pretty obvious which team is my favorite out of the three. And it's got to be, it, I mean, it's got to be Emerald. It's the big brother alliance with Devin, Emmanuel, uh, Nani, Josh, Casey, and Tori. I, I, I actually absolutely love that team. They're fun too. Emerald's a fun team too, but the some of the more badass ch- challengers and I, I mean, you have CT and you have Nelson. And Nelson had the quote of the season already. Already one of our greatest Nelsonisms of all time where he just says, "God bless the challenge, spies, lies and allies." And he holds up the goddamn diamond to the heavens. That was beautiful. Joining us right now. Sorry guys, I dropped a surprise link to our good friend Sunny oh. Oaks. To talk Whoa. some more challenge, more Morgie, you didn't get to talk to to Sunny last week, so I thought it'd be a great idea for you two to meet this week. What a what a treat! Hello, Sunny. Uh, we, we, can't, we can't hear you, Sunny. Oh, Sunny's mute. Oh, I have my other mic muted. My apologies. This is very unexpected. It's got nice to see you. Nice to meet you, Morgan. What's up, Patty? What's up, pal? It's good. How you guys doing? We're doing good, man. We were just talking about the daily challenge and I was, and I was thinking, you know what, 
let's bring our let's bring our good friend on like i said to meet to meet morgan you guys can meet but i you know it was just it was such a fun episode and it's the end of the first half that i felt like it, it's a little bit of a special mini occasion right now as we're reaching our, our new halfway point in these 20 season episodes of the challenge so yeah, it was. where we were at right now we were just talking about the daily challenge and how it revealed that we have ruby sapphire and emerald and morgan and i are team sapphire patty liked a little team emerald action but i'm not sure what what, what are you feeling there sonny uh you know i got a root for the squad with ct on it right i think that's sapphire they were the first nelly t was the first one in right damn straight yeah yeah i'll go all the way with that squad come on man they were like uh that was one of the that was one of the more fun episodes this season just because you could see that vet mentality take over when they saw the next people coming in to see which side they were going to go you know they were sort of like separating the cream of the crop right and so you saw even ct when big t was coming up she had that inkling they even you know in a little interview she's like was did he was he looking out for me was he looking out for ct and he was looking out for ct because that's the name 100%. of the game now 100 percent uh so i was telling uh morgan and patty that this season was inspired a little bit by the cutthroat season and that's why there's a split into three teams and they haven't done that since cutthroat where that but that entire season was three teams and this one we have a uh, three going on patty yeah so i was actually watching some like videos like online like or just like on youtube like recap videos and things to kind of get a refresher before we hopped on and i actually found out that in not this most recent episode but in episode nine uh like right before tj released all the chaos there was actually the logo of the cutthroat season in that elimination which i i don't know i just thought that was pretty pretty badass no yeah. i do like that. that that is interesting it's definitely interesting uh i like how the the team shook out and i just love like Corey is like regressing right now he had learned from ct to keep his mouth shut just coast it to the final and now he's just shooting himself in the goddamn foot what a terrible team Morgan, you already brought that up. How, how god awful that team is. You want to talk more shit on uh, Team Ruby? Uh, just like how the, the mentality of Corey. He's so stupid. And he's like, oh, this is where pay, being a vet pays off. We're going to split up. Like, you dumb fuck. You're so stupid. Honestly. Mm. When, like, everyone else is like, all right, let's get with the people we are good with. And he's like, sick. I'll just go with Kyle, who fucking hates me. What an idiot. Yeah, it's surprising, Morgan. You brought up some good points on that because he does really try to come off as like the new Bananas. Bananas had so many friends in the in that cast over the years that he would sort of be saying the same dumb things and pissing people off, but he had mouthpieces like uh, Paula. You know, he had other people that would say stuff for him and that he got away with all that stuff. Corey is not going to get away with any of this stuff. It's going to come and get him. Sorry about that. That scene. That's all right. And just was... like, and like, Ruby's like, it's crying out for a leader. And like, Kyle doesn't care. And Corey couldn't lead a horse to water. So they're just going to fail, like, destined to fail. So I'm just, I, I'm, 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 the only thing I was like kind of surprised about is that CT didn't go to Emerald. And I don't know if that was like by design, but it's it's kind of clearly evident that like Emerald and Sapphire, it's kind of the already the alliance a little bit, and they're going to kind of work with each other. And the people that they don't really trust, they kind of left on the Ruby team. And I think, you know, that's going to be the team that gets kind of whittled down. 
but uh i just can't like i can't wait for for the the shadiness of like people stealing each other from each other's teams which we find out later on that's gonna be really good i mean we'll get into that later on but that alone is gonna be fantastic but they go into these these three patty oh no no you go ahead go ahead we'll, we'll get into it in a second because no, i want to talk about uh i want to talk about emmy after like what she what they're talking about after the daily like when they're on their group session i want to talk about that here in a second but we got to get to the that part first. well I, yeah i was actually just gonna get yeah get right to that i was gonna say so that we have team emerald essentially like winning because devin does this thing which like i don't know He's like in the challenge He's in the smart. challenge i in the challenge i'm surprised because they don't normally let like little tricky things like this slide like the producers want it they're a little more strict but it was a very smart move to have them pile it on, have the weight come down so that it was much easier to put all the rocks in. But that's just, you know, that's classic Devin using his brain. Team Emerald wins. And right away, TJ says, you're the agency. You guys vote on who's going into elimination. Solely you. And then, you know, the politicking starts. Everybody gets to the house and everything's going down. Every, you know, everybody's talking. Everybody's going to see who's going to go down. TJ does mention it's going to be a woman's elimination. So here, going here on out, it's going to take even longer to get more of these motherfuckers out of the house, Morgan. Like we've been talking, like our biggest complaint, we've been talking about how we need a goddamn purge. And now they're going to just take everybody out one by one. This season is never fucking ending. It's longer than the pandemic. Yeah, honestly, it's going to be like 25 episodes. Like, I, I, this is like, since this is the halfway point, I'm like, damn, this is going to be the longest season of the challenge we've ever had. What Easily. do you guys think that, that they're stretching this one out just so that they can kind of get feedback and reaction from fans to see which castmates they'll be going forward with? Because it's time not just for a purge in the season, but for the cast. You know, like some of these players, they've been around too long. You know, like you can see them each year, they're trying out new castmates from different shows and stuff to fill out the ranks and some of them are going to stick, you know, like Kyle stuck around for a while, but honestly, you know, he's funny. And it's, it's really, it's a testament to how unfunny the rest of the cast is that we need Kyle still, you know, like nobody else has really stepped up to fill that role. Ed kind of could do that, you know, except for he doesn't seem like a snake kind of guy. So you're not going to have that double-edged sword of being funny and being outright just devious. I, I, the issue is, is that they've lost a lot of like veterans too soon over like recent seasons. So some of the people that they do have that are like, even though they're not that well, like not that good at the challenge or maybe never will win it. They need to keep them around for familiarity because, you know, you look at, they had like a, a whole line of like British contestants that were coming up that were all going to just be super essential to the game. And they're all like gone. Rogan. Josh, Georgia, Bear, uh, Zahida, you, you, there's a, a Theo. Down the line, they, they, they were going to be really great challengers and vets going forward in the game. They're gone. You know what I mean? You've lost, Zach and Jenna aren't coming back. Kayla's probably not coming back because Jenna's never coming back. Uh, I mean, good riddance. We don't need the two of them uh, or three of them even. But I mean, I'm just saying, like, you have a lot of vets that are already gone. But I, but it's looking like from a lot of the shit that Polly and Kara have been like making the rounds talking. I think they're coming. They're gonna make a comeback soon. But it's, I'm also glad we're getting more Survivor contestants because a lot of the ones that we've gotten from Survivor, Michaela, uh, Michelle, even Emmanuel, Berna, Emmy, 
Logan. I like them all. Like I've liked all the, some of the survivor contestants that they've brought on the show. And I think they're going to do really well in this game. Once they kind of get the hang of it. We need more big brother people. Oh, no, yes. <laughs> no, 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 seriously. They're, they're, they're going to bring more on. This most recent season. No, I know. I was just making a joke, but legit right. a few people from this most recent season of big brother, I think would do very, very well in the challenge, but that's neither here nor there. So some of them I'm really starting to like, you know, I have this whole rule against no big brother just because of Josh and Fessy. Like, you know what I mean? They've ruined the yeah. whole cart for me. Like, I just don't want any. I'm going to turn you around on that. I, 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 you know, stranger things have happened, but uh, I don't know if that one's going to happen. I'll have to, it'll have to be a really good season. I was actually, I hit up Morgan for some, uh, for some Survivor Australia seasons, you know, some wrecks on that because I do need something else to fill in the gap because I feel like, you know, they're going to give us the, this forever season, that all-star one or whatever that's coming out right on Paramount plus or whatever. Maybe it'll be on MTV. I'm not, I don't even recall from the commercials, even though they play it like, 30,000 times each episode I fast forward that stuff anyways it's all recorded I I really the thing about the big brother and the survivor something that you touched on pal Natalie and Tommy two absolute powerhouses you know when they played survivor and neither of them has had a chance to really go through a full season yet or get Really I think, close Tommy, to anybody I think else. Tommy's boring, I, and I don't think he was that much of a powerhouse on his season. Natalie, yes, but uh, Tom, I, I disagree with Tommy. I like I I I was I he, he, he slid into my head, and I was like, you know what? I chose to exclude him because I was like, take him or leave him. Like he was he was kind of he was just so boring that I was like, he, he's not really he's not really for this show. He was strategic on his season of Survivor and yeah. how he explained things out throughout. But I mean, on on the challenge, it, it's just it's too dry. Well, or so that's why. We're well, talking. We're, this we're in Morgan's like area of expertise right now, talking a whole bunch of Survivor, uh, and we need to let her get in here a little yeah. bit. Yeah, like Tommy, boring, going to sleep. But I did listen to a podcast this week with Poverty, and Poverty was asked to join the challenge, but she just um, had a marriage breakdown, so that's why she's not on this season of the challenge. But she is up for it moving forward. So look forward to Poverty being on the challenge. She will kill it. Yeah, I so the Poverty would kill it, Tommy. I don't disagree that he was boring and I kind of flip-flop on a survivor season, but the fact that he won it, right. The fact that he was so manipulative, you know, and he was down to do some devious things to people when he needed to. I, I, th I was excited to see him on it just to see how that played in the, in the challenge, you know, to see if he actually came out of himself, you know, being a teacher, I know he's going to try not to sink himself to the level of some of these other players that we've seen. But, but he has, it's all he, has he has sneaky sneaky good social skills. Like he went yeah. through that whole season. He never he never went to that stupid island with Sandra and Rob. He never had an idol. He never had an advantage. Nothing. He got through that whole game on social skills, and he did yeah. it really well. Absolutely. And so, like to see that and to not actually be a villain, right? Like I wouldn't say he's always the best guy. You know, you got to do what you got to do to win Survivor. But he was never really a villain, and I would like to see a non-villain win the challenge sometimes, just somebody being a good person the whole time that they're on TV, not just, you know, come to their senses like CT was a jerk forever, right? Even though we were all fans of his. So I don't know. Yeah, I would love to see a biggest good person turnaround. Win. He has like the most, he has the biggest redemption story, redemption arc on the show's history. So that's why we also love him so much. Cause you know, he made up for a lot of it. Uh, so 
We're going into the house, like Patty said. They're all kind of getting together and discussing what they're going to do. Patty, what were your notes on this particular part? You said you, you had something yes, that you wanted to talk about. I, I have something that I, I mean, so if, if we're going to be honest, uh, I think Team Ruby is the new Fessie. Like the entire Team Ruby <laughs> just happens to equal one Fessie. Uh, but the part of the reason of that is that Emmy, the entire time that they're like, as soon as they get back and they see Emmy and they're all like, they're, they're all talking on what, how they got to get better. Emmy is just freaking out about communication, but that is not going to get you anywhere. If you, in reality, your team sucks and you have no leader because individually they all have their strengths, but they have no way to pull them. Like they have no way to come together as one Whereas like Team Emerald is just stacked top to bottom and, and things that different people can do. And Team Sapphire is honestly stacked as well. Here's, here's what I feel like, and this might be surprising, but here's why I feel like Emerald does have a slight edge over Sapphire is that they've been in control of the game the entire time. The people that are on that team specifically. Like Josh, as much as Josh is, is a, you know, the goof yes. himself and whatnot, like he has played a really good season because he's teamed up with Devin. So it's mainly Devin kind of been making a lot of these moves, but it's been Josh too, because he's brought certain people along. So that team being as strategic as they are, and they're all, you know, still with their eye on the prize of, of winning it all. Um, that's going to be a, a, I hope Morgan is able to come back on. Uh, that's going to be a, a big thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, think I do. Yeah. No, it's sorry, just sorry, because sorry, he hasn't ahead. been crying. You know, the less you cry, the better you're going to do in this show. And he's just been nothing but waterworks every episode up until this last episode, really. You know, it was the first time I was like, oh, he's not going to cry this episode. I was disappointed. Okay, but I mean, that's fair. But it actually hasn't just been this episode. Honestly, it's been since Fessy's been gone. Like he we really haven't heard that much from him. And that's that's super smart in and of itself. But I think another thing like that I don't think it is just Devin in that in the aspect that it's Josh that's winning the uh it's Josh that's winning the dailies like a lot he's won a couple of dailies already this year uh it's not really Devin and that and that's okay and that's Devin is kind of using Josh as a shield right now and that's a smart game but like that I, I agree with you that I think that they have that advantage in the fact that I think both team Emerald and Sapphire have a guy that is very strategic in both Devin and CT for Sapphire and the rest of their team is really smart and, and or really strong. And I think that's, I, I, I honestly, I think. Oh, is Patty frozen? Patty, you froze. Oh my gosh. I thought I was frozen. I thought I was frozen. Oh my gosh! I, I where was You're on I? A roll, like, my I man. went. I went through my entire point. I was on such a roll. Oh yeah, my gosh! Were. What happened? Go on. I don't. Do I, don't I don't. I, it, I don't remember where I was, dude. It's already gone. It, 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 <laughs> it, bye, bye. See it. I don't know where I was. Man, somewhere you, in the ether. Yeah, we'll get it back. We'll get it back. So they go to the they go to the new deliberation, and. You know, everything's being thrown out, and they're they pretty much decided it's going to be Priscilla. Like Devin had, they kind of throw out that like she's kind of the right move to go with. Um, but they also had the idea that like, you know, I think somewhere they they all kind of had the idea that 
whoever they throw in is probably going to have the chance to choose who they want to go against. I think in the back of their mind, they all knew that. Uh, Morgan, do you have any thoughts about the deliberation at all? Yeah, I don't think they did a lot of deliberating. I think they knew what they were doing the whole time. But I really did enjoy it until Emmy's... I'm getting real sick of Emmy, I'll be honest. Um, yeah. <laughs> like, uh, like the, the Mr. TJ thing and the Uncle CT thing, like it was cute to start with, but oh, shut up. And these stupid fucking letter uh, just annoy me. I'd rather listen to Burner cry. No, I wouldn't. That's a lie. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Like I, I just had enough of this shtick. How long is this going to go for? Are we going to get this every season? Because I'm tired already. Yeah, I think like she's she's just so like wild. Honestly, it's sometimes it, it, sometimes it is exhausting, especially with the letter. And I was like, oh my god, like she's not going to get thrown in. They're 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 trying to think as strategic as possible, but they're not going to throw it's you. It's all the same. It's the same shit over and over again. But it's really interesting. It's not. Oh, it's so cute. Like, we get it. It's your second language. You don't need to write a letter. <laughs> I totally <laughs> forgot about the fucking goddamn letter and how they were all just like, okay, here we go. That's it's like that tatter on the head, like, oh, cute, Emmy. No, annoying. Hey, that was one of my notes. Emmy reads speech of deliberation. It was shit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> She kind of wore thin on me really from the beginning and then she had an uptick right like when she came out she did her song whatever you felt about it i'm always proud of people when they can perform and put themselves out there but i think i was right in the beginning honestly you'd have to be pretty pretty poor not to be able to sing a three-word song well I'm, i would acapella. put it past myself to fail yeah she did I don't know. acapella something that i that i forgot to bring up earlier uh so like can we just stop it with Bettina's like backstory oh like oh my god like i'm so tired oh of my hearing god. about how it is, she is, is a not, small town girl what what she, she's she playing wants for. to do big things like what is that morgan what this is like survivor-esque where it's like they're building their stories to sell the jury at the end and it's like there's no goddamn fucking jury on the challenge what it's is her, this shit like, is this american idol amanda yeah. frontline nurse it's like she, she's she's turning yeah. up to she's yeah. turning up to it like <laughs> with the shit story to a gunfight like she's she's bringing a bread knife to a gunfight i'm just fighting for like the small town girls shut up Bettina you idiot it's not a thing they're also stupid like I'm, I'm like I don't want to hear about all this I want to hear why you want to take each other out not why like oh I want you to last another week so you can get paid more or some shit because you're a nurse and you're a mom and it's like shut up oh, like, oh my god no like you want to take her out because she's one of the she's playing a great social game God damn it. How many times are we told that Amanda has a child? I have a child. I have a child. <laughs> yeah. Every time I see I see Chris Cody's face every time she brings that up. She's a nurse <laughs> so, in the pandemic. I have a child. Oh, God. So that's annoying. The other thing that's annoying is Devin being this nice guy. Go back to being the Billy. Be the agent for chaos. Like, you know you're not going to win. You're just there to mess up these people who the fans don't like he, he, to mess up their game. That's what he's always been good at. That's what his role was. And now he's sitting there trying to, you know, play with these big brother guys. Like he actually has a shot. There's no shot. Devin go back to fucking up other people's games, please. 
There's a shot if he just takes Josh with him, which is like the only what, which is what he's trying out. But the, the, this is his best shot to play to play a game like this where you have all these solid relationships that like literally like carry you to the final. That that's his his best one because he's he's made it to the final before and you know obviously he's lost and yeah. like but the thing is it took it, it was really difficult for Devin to get there like and that there's a reason why he hasn't made it to any other finals and it's because he pisses people the fuck off and if he wants to make it to the final to at least have a shot he has to play it this way you know and he's played it great he's on it I thought last season he was going to have a shot to go to the final by the way they were get the camera time they were giving him. And it was just like, Oh no, they're just Devin's on his way out soon. And they want to give us as much Devin as possible before that happens. I've always rooted for him until this season. He, that big brother Alliance. Interesting. That's the death for me. I'm like, the, like, I'm like yeah, I'm like, I'm like flipped with you, man. I got, I, I, I honestly love the way that he's working with that big brother. Yeah. Like I've always hated Devin. Like I've always hated him. And now I'm like, okay, you finally smartened up and you're learning how to play the goddamn game, you dumb asshole. Like I liked him being a dumb asshole. That that was oh his role. My God. He's, he's yeah, the new, he was the you, Kyle, right? Double Agents was such a good Devin season because we hadn't gotten him for a while, and then he just came in and absolutely blew that shit up. And I love that. But you know, he's contrasting it, he's giving us this one, he's gonna give it a run for his money to to get a you know do his best to win the final. And he's got a really solid chance just because he's going to, you know, manipulate you know who he's going to try to get there. Maybe. Uh, so we see that Priscilla's voted in. <laughs> we go to the elimination. She's able to choose who she wants. And who is she going to choose? Ashley Meltdown Mitchell. Of course she is because she was ready to call her out. How did we... F- the eliminations, and I said this last week, and I've said it before, but the eliminations this season have really stepped it up and they're starting to have better ones. I really enjoyed this one. It was more of a classic, uh, a classic challenge elimination where you have to like get exhausted. Cause I think they were out there for a pretty long time, but it was pretty fun. What did you guys feel about it? We'll start with Morgan. I really liked it. I liked that. Um, like Priscilla, like put her money where her mouth was. Like she called him out in whatever it is crater not crater she called him out down there initially and she backed it up when it was her opportunity to call somebody down and she didn't shy away from that she didn't pick big t or somebody who would be an easy beat she went for the top well well sort of she went for amanda so probably yeah that's probably the the highest she could go and i think that was noble of her but if you want to come back for a second season, this is how you do it. You don't get it by chopping down the low-hanging fruit. you got to go for the big guns. So Priscilla's smart, and I enjoyed that. Um, I, don't, I don't need the whole, like, my mum, blah, 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 blah. Boring. Um, yeah. But Save I, the stories. We've all got a mum. We're all from a small town. Shut up. Um, anyway, Save that shit for but, Devin in the after show. Uh, Save it for Biggest Loser or something boring. Yeah, so it was, um, I thought it was an entertaining challenge. I thought that Priscilla's strategy in getting the ties out was dumb, but whatever. When Surely when you can see the other person has a better strategy than you implement it, but no, she just kept going with her legs. So bye, Priscilla. Yeah, I, did not, I didn't understand. Like she clearly saw that she was getting just so far behind and she just kept kicking. 
Well, the funny thing is she, I mean, she, she was somewhat right in the beginning when she said like, oh, she's going to get tired by using her arms, but that's if she was digging, Ashley realized like, no, stick my hands in the dirt, like a fucking football player, like a goddamn lineman coming off the edge. And she was putting her entire body weight on top of the pile and was moving it with her body. Yeah, she was doing the worm. She did the worm on it and moved it. Whereas like Priscilla was kicking like a tantrum and getting nowhere. That's the funny thing about a lot of these eliminations. It's always been like this over the years where it's just like, once you got the hang of it, like sometimes the, the, you know, you could knock somebody out and sure enough, like they were trying to do the thing the the typical challenge thing where they make it look like it's close, but Ashley blew her out of the water once she figured out like what she was doing and Priscilla's legs just gave out. Yeah. The one thing I will say, oh, sorry, sorry, go ahead. Uh, I mean, I it didn't look close. Oh, it didn't look close at all, even with their editing. Like, uh, Ashley's the champions, you know, it showed. I, I really like the representation on this show this season, so I'm always sad when a woman like Priscilla has to go, you know, especially when there's so much of the show left. Uh, but that's the, them's the breaks, you know? Like, she did not look like she was even trying to compete compared to what Ashley was doing in there. Ashley got in there, like you said, she was using her whole body. She figured it out very quickly, it seemed like, and then she just grunted it out you know just would grab those tires to just just ripped them out i thought the way they were doing the editing it looked like they were going to give uh priscilla a chance to come back like ashley might have tired out but nope she just caught another took another breath and then just started ripping the rest of them out like it wasn't a thing i'll say this i'll say that priscilla wasn't thinking and she should have taken the strategy like morgan said but i definitely think she competed her ass off to get those first three and her legs were toast after she kicked those piles down, like completely done. Like, and she'd even said like, she was getting tired by like the second tire, like halfway through kicking the second tire pile. She, she said her legs were, were, were kind of giving out. Uh, but Morgan brought up an excellent point. If you want to come back on the challenge and you want TJ's respect, cause that's where it starts. TJ's the one that allows you back on it. You do it with moves like this. Like Patty said, like he hadn't, had, hadn't heard from Priscilla for like the entire season. And like the, the, she made, she's made the two loudest moves in the game so far. She broke up all the rookie rookie teams. And then she called out a two-time champ for an elimination, you know, and, and it was a really smart move and really bold. And the thing is, you know, we, and I mentioned this earlier, rookies go out fast all the time. The thing is, it's like, what kind of impact do they make when they are given their opportunity to have their own camera time? And Priscilla did a great job. And she was, you know, a sneaky competitor that came on at the end with, with just those moves alone. So I, I yeah. you know, I thought that was wonderful and I thought she had a great season. Morgan? You gotta respect you gotta respect somebody who shoots their shot. Like she didn't shy away from the limelight. She stepped into it, she took a big swing and she hit. And second time up to bat, she lost. That's all right. At least she's gonna get another call up. Yeah, we and I we know be, that she's at least gonna come back in future seasons. Because DJ at the end of the episode says to Priscilla, I know we will be seeing you again. Uh, and I mean, that could even mean like potentially coming back even this season. Like I know like t- reality TV shows like do that kind of crazy thing all the time where they just some for some reason throw somebody else back into a show after they've been eliminated. Yeah, I don't know if she's bringing that much that she needs to come back in. Yeah. Because um, I don't know if, if Ashley is as long for this game as she would hope to be. Um, but um, I felt bad for her because, like, her, the way that she 
um, reacted to the cra- like the the vets kind of getting behind her. Um, like it was genuine emotion, and it was like they like me, they really like me. And then like in confessional, Nani's like talking shit about her, and that really hurt her feelings. Like I just I like I'm not a challenge historian. I don't know the ins and outs of everything, but if of all she did was to that dickhead hunter, then like shut up and leave her alone you people are idiots but she's she's uh historically ashley and nani have just always been in different alliances on the show and they've never really they've 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 had they've had like little spats at each other not not anything too major but i think it's just because they've always been in in separate alliances because nani's kind of always aligned herself with bananas and ashley the way ashley's been able to make it to the final and win and a part of it's jealousy because nani's been on the show for yeah. so long and and, uh, and has nothing to show for it and honestly ashley represents everything that nani doesn't she's a winner yeah and she's she's she Trains. is an athlete and she's smart she knows puzzles and nani nani isn't an athlete and nani's not smart like she's she gets there any final she's ever made she's gotten like honestly dusted she's gotten lapped like every yeah. time like she can out social actually awesome but but that doesn't well i'll, I'll do push back on that you. because the reason why ashley has two wins is because ashley does have an elite social game she 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 is annoying but the, the people ladies. that do like her are loyal to her and have have, have yeah. really stood by her, and that's why Ashley's been able to win. Um, yeah, because Nani, Nani's social game is only as good as her being with Casey and having the Big Brother yeah. Alliance. That's when Nani's social game has only been good because yeah, she's well, always stuck by bananas. Allies. They're Casey's allies. Yeah, exactly. She's she, just she, she, them. she stood by bananas in the past, and she's been burned by it time and time again. That's why this is such a good, healthy like alliance for her and relationship for her finally on the show, because now she is she's leveled up. Like by being in this relationship, she's finally been she's finally in a relationship with somebody on the show that's genuine and like it's taking her somewhere in the game. And and but she is she is jealous that Ashley has two wins a hundred percent. They all should be, but at the same time, like game would respect game, but Nani doesn't have game. Like, Nani is just jealous. And I think I hate it when women, like, treat other women poorly because they're successful or they're better than them. It's like we don't want to uplift women. We say we want to uplift women, but when they're better than us, we want to cut them down. Yeah, and, like, the thing, it's like, look at this. Look at this Team Emerald right now. Say say we have a situation where you take a team to the final, right? Or one of these one of these three teams goes to the final you know, it may not even necessarily be the teams are competing against each other. It might just be one team is able to make it, you know, at, at the end. And the, and it's it's looking like, you know, the, the people that are there, Josh, Casey, or not, not Casey, sorry, Josh, Devin, and Nani, they're not looking to take the best of the best because they, they the one thing that they are all smart enough to know is that they're not going to be the best. And that they they're not going to be able to win a challenge of even against second tier player players they won't win a final against Nelson or Corey uh, honestly they won't yeah, but in in like as a a game theory like I I just hate that like you don't have to beat the best I don't I, you don't need to be the best either you have to beat anyone to win and if you have to beat the biggest dipshit on the challenge to win you're still a winner you still have the same amount of money like. There is no freaking 
if you need the if you're in it for the pride, you're in it for the wrong reasons. You're a doofus. Like just beat whoever you can to win. The you know there's that's exactly right. You know that's what Amanda's always done. That's how she's gotten to her championships. Even in this last one, like I was a fan of Priscilla early just because like I mentioned the representation factor until that elimination and it didn't look like she wanted it at all you know the, the with the ease that Ashley uh dispatched her you know that she just ripped those tires out and Priscilla looked like she was struggling just to even figure out how to move sand like she had never been to the beach before never had to dig a dig a hole like a little pool out of it you know all these contestants they talk about it that's what they're here to do but they're not all about it and Ashley consistently shows up to be about it yeah, those motherfuckers never put a hand in the dirt. Yeah. Well, th- I mean, honestly, like, Ash- the one thing, the one knock on Ashley's game is she's shitty at eliminations. That's why she has to rely on her social game so much, and that's why she cries so much on the show and, like, really cries and complains like no fucking other person ever has on this show because she's terrified of eliminations because she sucks at them. <laughs> she's so bad at them. And, like, that's why she always does tantrums or fits, like – when her, her and Huey were last, like that happens to people. Like you have to, you know, do your best to win and, and do, do what you can with who you have. You don't cry about it like that, but wow. that's what she's had. And finally, you know, she was able to come out and win an elimination. Cause it's been a while. Like, I honestly don't remember the last time I saw Ashley win an elimination. She, you know, she, she tries hard. I don't know her last time winning either. Like I've been trying to think about it. I lost it. Yeah, I, you know, honest, she, oh, she, she has PTSD, I think. You know what oh, I mean? Because when show? she did first yeah. come in the game, yeah, from the show, from when the, she was first on the show, she was like what Morgan said earlier. They talk about wanting to be backup women and other women, but she was torn to pieces, you know, and sort of that that purple ladies. What was that thing? That was sort of a lavender group of, lady. The lavender ladies. They those are that was a outcast group they were all sort of alone on their seasons originally you know at different times yeah. some of them kind of made friends and that's honestly what you said made me think about what nani and Devin and Inkman do on they do have friends on the other teams on both of sapphire and emerald i could absolutely see them pulling an upset and seeing like the finalists coming from that team it would be impressive i mean they would have to play their best social games ever and they would have to stab friends in the back on the other team they would have to be lying they would have to set some stuff up but those are three people that could absolutely pull it off if they're really about it this season because they're not going to win eliminations you know they're not gonna they're not gonna haul brawl a single person in that house you know like they're, they're just not about it like that so they would have to play that would actually be amazing if they could pull it off Patty, do you, what, what what thoughts do you have on your notes about uh, any any of this at the end there? Yeah, so I was really thinking toward the end because, because of how much of Kyle we've been seeing in this episode. Are we thinking that he might try and throw himself maybe into an elimination to try and get himself onto Team Emerald because that's where he wants to be. And everybody, I think, uh, knows that because of how many fucking times he said it during the episode mark it kyle throwing himself in elimination oh man (laughs) no kyle kyle honestly you skipped one of the best parts of the episode which was kyle wearing green to the deliberation just to to, and then Corey getting all pissed off and having that stupid ass speech (laughs) 
they cut they cut Kyle's uh, little talk about it short. You know, like they wanted just to make it real funny, but I would have liked to hear him talk about it more because that absolutely upset him. I th- I feel like you can tell when Kyle's absolutely upset about him is when his sarcasm is just flat. He doesn't really say it with a smile. He just it was a joke, and then he just stares right into the camera like he's not. It goes back to the episode previously when him and Corey were outside and Corey started talking to him in that way. And Kyle wanted no part of it. He was like, man, and they both knew they were going to throw any hands. They both were too smart to get kicked off. But that that is, they're setting up a big confrontation between those two. It's been brewing all season long. They've been throwing the if you if you go back before before, like the, the true shots were fired with the Vet Alliance and breaking it up. And then they threw Corey in a couple episodes ago. Go back to like the second or third episode, Corey says, watch out for Kyle. Like maybe we should throw him in if the vets have a chance to throw any of us in. And I think Kyle might've said something similar the other way. Um, but it's going to be interesting going forward. The The second half montage was sick as fuck. I don't know. I don't know how I, I, that's the one, that's the only thing we, I messaged you about the episode. Yeah. Uh, Sonny yeah. was that that second half montage with like fire emojis. Uh, I don't, I don't know if you saw it, Patty, but it got me stoked. I actually didn't see it. Like, I've heard, like, a lot of things about it, but I still have, like, I just haven't looked it up yet. And, like, I, I guess I missed it at the end of the episode because I never watch, I watch it, like, on, like, the MTV app or whatever, and after, like, watching 60, or, like, four minutes of ads just to seven hours of commercials to just to watch the one yeah. hour. <laughs> to watch the, yeah. the 48 just minutes to watch the one. Yeah, the yeah, it's the goddamn worst, dude. I uh, that's why I record yeah. it. I get like the East Coast feed, like from the cable box. It's like four thirty p.m. Uh, to five thirty or something. I put that on record, mm-hmm. and I'm I'm good about it. I you know I usually text you guys when it's usually about eight thirty California yep. time when I'm like, hey, all right, I'm gonna go on if you guys want. You know, like let me know when you do so I can start talking some shit. <laughs> I don't want to, yeah. cause like the beginning of that episode, I you know I don't even want to text you guys like ah this it's you know usually when there's a good episode. The editing falls off the cliff like it's such a boring episode and what gets you to want to watch the next one is that little montage about the next show right but them doing the full second half of the season that's when i hate we're that we're gonna I, finally I, start having some physical dailies we're gonna start yeah. having some choo-choo time again like we had mentioned the last time it's it's gonna be really choo-choo. really a lot of fun um Let's see. I don't know. I don't. Morgan was uh, joining us from her phone, so I don't know if she's gonna be able to come back on. But I have a little bit of battery left on my laptop, so I think we might have to wrap it up here, gang. Yeah, but Sunny, thank you for giving thank us you your time unexpectedly. Um, one thing I've learned from Billy is just sometimes you just drop a link in somebody's DMs on Twitter see and see what if happens. they want to hop yeah. on the yeah. podcast. And I, I was seconds away from closing up my laptop, man, and being done for the day. I've had like five uh, articles to write. I've had so much different God, things dude. going on. Like today was a heavy lifting day. And yeah. I've been trying to uh, keep up on my uh, Red Dead, you know, I'm going to AFK and then just popping in every so often and jumping in the chat and telling people what's up. <laughs> it's a busy day. Hell yeah, man. Love it. Love yeah, it. sorry. I had to I had to roll one up, man. It was that time, like that. I was that was where I was headed to. That's the spot. Yeah, That's dude. the place where I was about to head to. I was like, oh, oh dude, hey, hey, it's Sunny, all, hey, hey, man, hey, you know what I'm saying, buddy, hey, hey, you know what I'm saying, hey, hey, Delta, we know what you're Delta eight in my in my cart. It does happen to be Delta eight, which is legal in Ohio. I'm very nice. We're very happy. Got that Delta. Yeah, it's for my PTSD. 
Yeah, exactly. It's <laughs> hot time with Sonny and, and them boys. PTSD. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, well, Sonny, um, I hope that your Warriors are going to enjoy that ass whoop and the Lakers are going to give them tomorrow night. That's yeah, like the one last thing one, I got to say to you. When you tried talking shit to me, I was like, Sonny, this is the one thing that's going to, that our I didn't want to get, I didn't want to go our, too get our relationship that, heated. That first oh game, God. no play. Oh man. And then even with Sonny. the Steph, like I didn't even text you for the second one when they didn't even play Steph. That is the one that should have hurt a little bit. Right. Honestly, I, the, the, the preseason, like when I saw the way that they were doing it, where like they didn't play any of the three guys together through the first four games, like they didn't, and they just played them together the last two. Yeah. I was like, I don't, they don't care. They they're don't just care. Try, they shouldn't. They're just, they're just, they're, yeah, they, and they, they're just trying stuff out and they're going to do what they did the year they won it, which is they're going to try all the lineups and everything out throughout the season. No, He's going to know what works. Work. Frank Vogel's a data collector and that dude's an awesome. Yeah. Coach. Yeah. But, and if he's the Warriors just... are playing like this, if their shooting is on, Portland's going to be the same way. Utah's yeah. going to be the same they're... way. Denver's going to be the, the only, same way. The thing with the Warriors, though, the Warriors, the Warriors, as great right. as the shooting is, they don't, got, <laughs> they don't have the is, size. We're going to talk more basketball in the future. Yeah, we are. But before we do that, that's going to come at a later episode. Mr. Sunny Oaks, where can the people find you, my friend? At Big Show Sunny on Twitter. I don't know what happened, but since the uh, last episode, I lost two followers. Oh. <laughs> I was like, what's going on? I was like, that's cutthroat shit right there, Sonny. <laughs> sorry. I don't know. Hey, man. I'm sorry. If Welcome you to the this, pod. I'm sorry. Welcome <laughs> on to the pod. Welcome on. Welcome to cutthroat. That's I love you guys, man. It was awesome to, get to talk to Morgan, too. You guys have a good one, all right? Yeah, man. Yeah. You have a good one, too. We had a good old big show, Sonny. At Patty from Cut on Twitter. At Where to Waco. At Morgan from Oz. The lovely Morgan from Oz. Glad she was able to join us again, as usual. Uh, follow us on Twitter and on Instagram at CutthroatCast. Patty, would you like to say anything to our lovely listeners on their way out, the dozen of them that we have? Uh, yeah, the dozen of them that we're, we're losing because that's that's the cutthroat effect, right? <laughs> no, everybody, we love having you guys. Uh, we're sorry we haven't been as active on social media. We're really trying to work on getting that better. Uh, but yeah, please share, like, follow review all that fun stuff re-rate re-follow re-review we love you guys and we'll talk to you next time have a great great week Go, bro.